Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. Mark, you spent the entire last segment talking about the crazy growth that we're having here in South Carolina. And it was a statewide thing, not an upstate thing, but we do know that the upstate of South Carolina is gaining 30,000 residents a year on par with the growth rate of both Charlotte and Atlanta, actually right in between them, which is crazy how fast the upstate is growing. But of course, every time we bring this up, Mark, there's, there's nobody who really has anything positive to say on the text line. I love the growth because this it's only people who want to bitch and moan about things. And let's be real, bitching and moaning to us on the text line does absolutely nothing. When was the last time any of you people who bitch and moan on the text line call your local politicians? Write a letter to the Man mayor. Man yells at cloud. Yeah. The texter <laughs> says, being an introvert, there's way too many people. Traffic, long lines. Miss me with that. To which I said, just shop online. There's no lines, no traffic, and no people. Problem solved. And then the texter, as a smart ass, says, well, how am I going to buy gas online? I said, well, you don't have to buy gas if you never leave, never leave the house, do you? <laughs> like, what do you need gas? Besides, Guys, you don't have to talk to people when you buy gas. Everybody pays at the pump. You, you Nobody goes inside. You don't have to see people. And don't let being an introvert, which I think is really code for being a miserable ass, uh, don't let that ruin growth for other people. Uh, all you introverts out there, uh, I have introverted moments as well. I'm going to pretend Diesel was not talking about me. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to choose to choose to uh, think that myself. Um, guys, look, the reality is, why get upset about something that is unavoidable? All right, look, what, seriously, what can you do about it? We are we are rapidly approaching the time when there is going to be, you know, by the time if you are in our age range, right, 30s, right, 40s, if you're in our age range um, or in our key demographic, men 25 to 54, what you're going to find, okay, is that by the time you die, every state in the country is going to be swarmed with people, overrun with people, every single state. At some point... They're going to have to do something about that because people's quality of life is is affected at this point. They're not. OK, and that's not a political thing. You know, it's like, how, what do you do if your population is growing, but your land to house the population is not? What do you do? Well, we see what's happening, right? Real estate in Montana. Twenty years ago, nobody wanted it. 
now is becoming some of the most prime real estate for celebrities and other rich people in the world. Again, why? Well, because they can be, they can afford to be out there and have no one else around, and they want that. Millionaires, billionaires are building underground bunkers. Why? To get the hell away from me, you, and all of us, right? I mean, that's, that's what I think. It's safe. It's away from people. It's privacy. It's all of these things, you know? So, like, I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I, I suppose on some things I can be glasses half empty, but on this I'm choosing to be glasses half full. Like, I like that our beautiful upstate is becoming a big deal. What's, what's wrong with that? Do you, are you guys really upset about our area becoming a big deal? You know, or like, to, I mean, to me, that's cool. You know, when I moved here five years ago, almost no one knew what Greenville, South Carolina was, what the upstate of South Carolina was, okay? Uh, you know, I've been damn proud to be here, okay? Remain damn proud to be here. And now everybody knows where that is. Uh, the, the, the worst answer I get, okay, like the, the, the most clueless answer I get is, oh, that's that place that's by Asheville, right? And it's like five years ago, no one knew where we were. No one knew what this place was. Now the word is out, okay? So I'm sorry. I, I just choose not to be upset about things that you can't be controlled. Sorry about that. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, okay? Other than that, it's happening. It's growth. There's nothing you can do about it. So grin and bear it, and I think it's pretty cool. I think it's a testament to you that so many people want to move here. You created an environment that people want to move to. Charleston was here 50 years ago. You know, Table Rock State Park was here 20 years ago, I believe. Pretty Place was here. They didn't come then. They're coming now. You've made it that way. So you might imagine that this is not being very, very well received uh, on, uh, on social media. Uh, my take that I must be the only one who considers this good news. So just accept it because nothing ever stays the same. It's cool to be a part of something, a place that is growing so well. Midlands Tiger is none too pleased. He says, embrace growth and change. Why should we change for you? <laughs> didn't you claim to have been searching for a place like this you moved here you weren't born here why don't you change or accept how it's going to be here there are so many things i hate about this kind of post he says uh our buddy the oculus says growth is fine if everything is growing our population is growing our infrastructure is not that is a problem Diesel, cue up your infrastructure idea. <laughs> Southerners, we yeah. like our space. We don't live on top of each other. We will migrate away from these places becoming overcrowded, leaving only the people who have moved here from elsewhere. They then, so his theory, Diesel, is that, you know, as South Carolina becomes crowded, okay, though the, the crowd will elect the same type of politicians that ruin the place they left. Then the cycle starts over. So, you know, Oculus feels like South Carolina is in the process of being ruined by hordes of people that will, will vote for different politicians that will then cause people to leave and start anew. <laughs> it's, it's, boy, people are so bent about this. It is something else. It is really something else. 
Diesel, your infrastructure idea, what was that? Uh, well, to, to that guy who says uh, it was Oculus who said that people are going to move here and elect politicians just like where they came from. Uh, Knox White has been mayor since 1995. He's been mayor. The people of Greenville, with all this growth, have voted in Mox, uh, Knox White as mayor of Greenville over and over and over and over again since 1995. So don't tell me our, our politicians are going to be swept out of office and replaced with somebody new because it's literally not happening. It's not happening. Your paranoia is getting the better of you. And look, all of you bitching and moaning about infrastructure and bad roads. When was the last time you called your city councilman? When was the last time you got up off your fat ass out of your chair and went to a damn meeting to complain to them about it? So don't give me any of this bitching and moaning if all you're doing is texting us to complain about it or tweeting us to complaining about it. Because not a damn one of you is actually doing anything. You feel like you are. You're sitting on your back porch, bitching and moaning to the wind. No, the wind's not carrying your ideas to the city council meetings. So please, get off. I'm going to say it again slowly for those in the back. Get off your fat asses and go to your city council meetings and tell them that the roads need to be fixed. Because telling us about it ain't going to do a damn thing. Okay, my, my infrastructure. Friend, D- yeah, Diesel has reached a uh, a level of anger I'm calling cannibalism. <laughs> cannibalism today. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm no, observing. What you got? My idea for infrastructure, and this is this is a hard thing. This is kind of like what Atlanta has gone through. You know how it sucks driving through Atlanta because you have to go right through the heart of Atlanta. If you want to get to the other side of Atlanta, you got to go right down the pipe. Right? You got to go right through the center. Well, here's an idea for the upstate, and half of it's already done. Okay. Why don't we just incorporate 185 into 385, turn that into what's called an inner loop, an inner loop around Greenville. That would mean if you're in Piedmont and you want to get up to Spartanburg, you take the loop and you don't have to go through Greenville. You don't have to deal with I-85 through Greenville. So here's a very simple idea. I-85, 185 already exists. Link it up to to I-85 just uh, outside of Powdersville. Loop it, around, loop it around southeast to Simpsonville, Five Forks, Wade Hampton, Traveler's Rest, easily, and back around to Powdersville. That's the inner loop. And then you, then you create what's called an outer loop when you incorporate Fountain Inn, Duncan, uh, Slater and Marietta, Pumpkintown, Pickens, Liberty, Williamston, and on back around to Fountain Inn. That's the outer loop. That's how you keep... Thousands of cars from having to come into Greenville every single day. You take the loop to get around where you need to go. You don't have to go to the heart of Greenville every time you need to get somewhere. We already have the inner loop halfway built. And you can actually snake this around fairly easily to incorporate a lot of these towns. So, my friends, what are your suggestions? If you're somebody who is displeased with the growth of this area, okay? Look, Offsides is the show that gives you both sides. We'll we'll happily hear your case here. What do you propose? What do you propose? You know, China proposes that husband and wife can only have one kid. You would say that's a little extreme for your tastes, right? So, you know, that is a population control method, okay? It seems to me 
that if you're not going to do that, and I admit that's totally wholly un-American, then what you are going to end up doing is you're not going to do anything to reduce the people coming. They're coming in waves. You're just going to create methods and infrastructure that can accompany and store the new people. Okay? Like it's your wish to stop the people from coming here. It's, it's just not going to happen. And Diesel, like, I, I kid you not, man, I took today tweets like this. I mean, this, this absolutely blows my mind that somebody would go here. This is Matthew Cooper. He says, must be the ones who have been here for generations get to watch their home completely destroyed and their way of life uprooted. Many locals are being forced out because they can't afford to live here anymore. Change does happen, but enjoying lives being destroyed is wild. Where did I say I'm enjoying? <laughs> like, well, I mean, bro, I hope you didn't hurt yourself with that stretch, okay? Matthew, really, I don't, don't hurt yourself, man. That sounds like a dangerous stretch. Enjoying lives being destroyed is wild? Are you serious right now? Yeah. And getting like, guys, to drive it's called down, life. Getting to yeah, drive down Woodruff Road without stopping for traffic is not a way of life, Texter. It's not. And if you owned... Uh, a family home for generations, wouldn't it already be paid off? So why, why are you getting pushed out of your home if your land and your home's already paid off? Guys, I, like, I don't, I just don't, I can't get behind, you know, this level of soreness about what's happening here. No one wants to see lives destroyed. It's called life. It's called supply and demand, right? Why are home prices skyrocketing? Well, so many people want to live here. The land isn't getting bigger. The people who are living here are. Okay, so I mean, just I, I just I have no patience for this. Chip Atkinson gets it. He says it's great news. South Carolina needs growth. My parents' generation, mom is a McMaster related. North Carolina was considered the river of humility between two mountains of conceit. Everything changes, indeed. Edmund Hoffman says we are full, sir. We are full. Random guy, that's his name, says, now nah, the OGs of South Carolina will never want the mass influx of people. It goes against our way of life. Guys, you know, Johnny Carrots did it best, okay? Our, our buddy Johnny Carrots, he said, you know what I did, Mark? I just bought all my land, and then no one can build over it. And I bought it years ago. And so I've got my land where I don't have people breathing on top of me, Okay. No one can buy my land. I got it for a great rate, and no one can do anything about my property. Okay? So I put up with the traffic, and I put up with this and that and more people being around. But when I go home, I have my space, and there ain't a darn thing anybody can do about it. He had foresight. Diesel and his wife had foresight, right? Bought a house before the housing boom. Um, got it for, you know... I don't know, maybe, Diesel, am I $100,000 less than it would be now? You yeah, know, we've grown by about amazing, 100 grand. Yeah, I made an amazing investment, timing-wise, right before the boom. Those were the wise people, okay? I don't know what they're sitting here doing talking to us, but those were the wise people. And, Mark, you don't realize that if your property taxes are going up, it's because your value of your home is going up. So you've got more equity in your home. So you are literally bitching about becoming richer. That's true. Well, the, the thing is, you know, I had a friend tell me, um, I had a friend tell me, Diesel, in Orlando, he bought his home 
for about three seventy five in uh, in the Orlando area, uh, and that was seven or eight years ago. Now the home is valued at eight hundred thousand. And what he says to me is, he says, Mark, it's it's great on paper, but I can't move anywhere else here because the house I would want to buy is now eight hundred thousand dollars. So unless I want to move to Erie, Pennsylvania, okay, what what does all this value do for me exactly? What is it what is it achieving for me, accomplishing for me? Because we want to be here. So, you know, it's I, I I get that. I understand that as well. Congrats to you that did get the land. All right. But guys, look, I want to get to your texts. You guys are flooding the text line. That's great. You're free feel free to call in on this topic if you like. Okay. Um, I've lived like Houston when I was there, guys, and I told you, Greenville, the upstate, there's no traffic here. You've heard me say that for years. Why? Because I had stretches in Houston where it would take me two hours to go six miles. And the lanes, there were like eight lanes open. Two hours to go six miles. All right? You want to say there's too many people? Okay? Like, look, there are cities in this country where you can't move. All right? To me, what is normally a 12-minute drive, if today it takes you 20 minutes, that's not traffic. Okay? That's, that's not what traffic is. I've experienced traffic. All right? At the same time, I think it's pretty cool to be a part of an area, to be able to host in an area that is growing like we are, to, to, to move to an area that not many people know of in 2019, to now in 2024 be an area that everybody knows of. You know, like, guys, you're a part, you're living in an area that's becoming a big deal. You know, and if you're a Clemson fan and you're sore about this, realize that your, your team is part of the growth. You know, like, Clemson helped to put this area on the map. The downtown of Greenville helped to put this area on the map to the point where everyone's saying, wow, they've got rolling hills and lakes and mountains and beaches and winning college football teams, right? Now they've got what's called the Greenville effect where towns, and I I don't think any of you know this, my hometown of Lakeland, Florida, okay, went to high school there. They sent city representatives here 15 years ago to study the Greenville effect, to study what Greenville did to their downtown and how they made it an attraction, a place where a a hub of activity for all their residents to enjoy. When I went to high school in Lakeland, Florida, the quote-unquote downtown was a dump. They studied the Greenville effect. Now when I go home to Lakeland, Florida, my folks take me downtown. I'm like, this feels like Greenville. I can't believe they successfully achieved this. They've got like the Saturday farmer's markets. They've got nice restaurants and bars and piano bars and music and parks. I'm like this. They, they have taken Greenville and they put it here. And it's kind of amazing. Like it, when, when enough people start studying that, you start having a filled up place to live. All right, we'll get your thoughts on this next. My name is Mark Ryan and he is Diesel. And this is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, folks, it's Offsides. Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. Texter says, Mark, locals are displeased with the growth rate in the upstate because they are afraid to lose their culture. I've talked to many locals about this. Um, As I myself am not a local, but whenever a city booms, it will ultimately lose whatever made that city unique to start with. A flood of outsiders brings with it a lot of change, and many locals are not willing to put up with the drawbacks of being a big city. Texter, you're right with everything you said, but there's no choice for them. There's no choice for anybody here, okay? Like, unless you want to fundamentally change the American way of life, you can do jack squat about this. You know, so go yell at a cloud. You know, like, I'm, I'm sorry. There's not a damn thing you can do. So why chew on about it? Don't people Makes talk no about the culture of the upstate as people being very nice, the hospitality, the graciousness? I would say that's you losing the culture yourself. You getting so bent that you're giving up your own culture. Texter says if it's out of your control, then no sense wasting time worrying about it. Don't like it, move. That's exactly my take, Texter. Texter says... <laughs> Wow, Diesel, can I not be a people person? The name-calling, wow, bro, wow. Uh, Texter says, heck no, they aren't politicians. They won't even call offsides and stand on business. Uh, Texter says, uh, let's see here, I lived here, Mark Ryan, 97 to 2000, moved back in 2015. Guess what? Woodruff Road was miserable in 1997, too. That is that road is the only place I refuse to get myself caught on, okay? And now our station, you got a lot of you guys know where our station is. It's on Garlington Road, which is right off of Woodruff Road. When you cross over, so Diesel, if you come out of our station and take a left and you cross over I-85, that side of Woodruff Road gets miserable. And I will not be on that, okay? I will not be on that side of the road between noon and about 7.30 p.m. You won't catch me dead on that side of Woodruff Road between noon and 7.30 p.m. Because there's nothing I hate worse than being stuck. And that's what happens there. So I've just adjusted my lifestyle. You know, about six months ago, I started taking a different route to work. Um, Because, like, it was just, there was one time where I just, I couldn't freaking move. You know, I, I couldn't move. I couldn't get to where I wanted to go. And so I've started taking the interstate to work in like loop-de-loops and around the back ways. And now I can make it again in about eight or nine minutes to work. But it'd become like, it'd become too unpredictable. It'd be 13 minutes one day and 30 minutes the next. And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Texter says, uh, nothing we can do about growth. So why not embrace it? More growth equals more fun. 
There you go. To the people who who uh, really dislike this this growth, are you telling me that you've never once been to a new restaurant in Greenville? Are you telling me that you've never once been to a concert where an artist who typically wouldn't play here would go to Charlotte and Atlanta comes to Greenville? Are you telling me you don't go do these things? Are you, are you all hermits and curmudgeons that live back in the holler in a log cabin who never leave your houses? Like, like, I guarantee you some of you complaining about this have enjoyed some of the benefits of this growth. Not every bit of growth is going to be comfortable and ideal for you. It's, it's never going to happen. But I guarantee you, you have enjoyed something about this growth. Texter says, yes, Diesel, these people only vote for president and then get mad when the roads in Spartanburg aren't better and think our politicians have failed us. Yeah, like, again, guys, you guys want to yell. You don't want to do anything about it. Okay? Texter says, uh, take it to your city council. Stop moaning. Diesel, you asked us to text in and speak our opinions, so now we did and you're upset? Y'all are the minority. Get over it. Texter I'm looking at the text line right now. It like we're not the minority here, at least on this show. Now you don't have to agree with us, but it is very interesting that uh, you know that Diesel and I seem to have an opinion that a lot of the locals, a lot of the people that um, you know, like were born here, grew up here, have always been here. You guys don't like this. You guys don't like this. I mean, I'm not surprised about that is what I'm trying to say. What's that old I'm saying, Mark? Lead, yeah. follow, or get out of the way? Those yeah. of you complaining about this, you have that opportunity. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. I told you how to lead. You go to your city council. Maybe, oh, here's a shocker. You actually run for office and commit time to something like this, to fighting for what it is you want. That's leading. You could follow or you just get the hell out of the way. 40% of people never leave a 20-mile radius from where they were born. Now, I am not saying that stat with any venom at all, okay? If, if you were born in the upstate, this is a beautiful place. Could I see wanting to be here forever if I was born here? Sure. But that's not what I've done with my life, okay? It's not what all the people who are moving here now have done with their lives, all right. And like to me, you know, I've I've chosen to view my life like the song Life is a Highway. I want to ride it like I've had adventure and I've left and I've traveled and I've taken risks and I've moved. Right. I don't I don't understand. Like to me, like if you said to me at birth, you're born here and you're always going to be here. Uh, you know, like our show is called Offsides. I'm, I'm a little bit of a rebel. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like if you remove that freedom from me. You know, it's just just how I am. That stat always amazes me because it's totally antithetical to who I am. You know, like 40% of people never leaving a 20-mile radius from where they were born. I don't understand that. It just is totally, it's the opposite of me. Uh, texter says, diesel is bent, people. Get <laughs> texter says, get off your fat butts and go to a council meeting. Texter says, nobody has stated they want to fix the problem. We just don't want rapid growth. It is what it is. Either get with us or relocate to L.A. But, sir, there's nothing you can do about it. So why complain about it? Stop it. 
People moving in from other states should be able to vote, should, should not be able to vote for three years and then pay an extra tax. Okay, that's fair. Uh, let's see here. Taking my text and twisting it like that is mad weird. Texter says Charlotte has a great loop and it's contributed to their success. Piggybacking on uh, Diesel's idea for a loop here. Texter says you guys have no clue how property taxes work. That's how families are forced out. Texter says all these builders building neighborhoods on empty land with one lane roads need to be required to add a lane to said road for the length of the subdivision. I very much agree with that, Texter. You know, I live off of Ashmore Bridge Road in Malden. There's a whole bunch of new subdivisions going up around there. The, the main artery that feeds all of that is a two-lane road. It needs to be expanded, and those, you know, profiting off of building huge neighborhoods should also be required to foot the bill for the infrastructure required to feed all of those housing developments. Yeah, completely. Completely. You don't just get to build land, create a problem, and avoid the solving of the problem. Diesel, not exactly 100% correct about why property taxes. County Council just passed a 25% tax increase over the last two years. Uh, Texter says, I pray you don't treat others in that manner, Diesel. Very disrespectful for absolutely no reason at all. Wah. Be blessed, the fan Wah. upstate. F you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that is, fan. That is wow. That is that is such a. Uh, you know, hey, maybe that's a good example of our culture here in the Upstate. I'm going to say something backhanded, and, and then follow it up with a "be blessed" and then an "f you" all the time. That's like saying "bless your heart," which you know you're trying to say. So it's you're trying to say something negative, but not make it sound so negative, so somebody won't come and kick your ass. Yeah, I, I think, too, Diesel, the be blessed, he, he's trying to let us know that he's leaving. Um, but I, I say to you, Texter, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, 3 p.m., we, we'll, we'll see you there. We look forward to our interaction with you then. Uh, Texter says, these people in the upstate will like growth when their home value goes up. Texter says, my in-laws are from Chicago and love the Greenville area. So now my mother-in-law comes and visits for like two months. Now, <laughs> now I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> I see why, sir. I see why. Uh, I've got a great mother-in-law, but uh, from, from those of you who don't, I see why that's an issue for you. I, at least I hear that way. Um, in my household growing up, um, my dad had a great relationship with his mother-in-law. Great. Like they had a blast together. But my mom's mom was always on my mom's side. And my dad has a personality where he can just be okay with that. I would be less okay with that. Um, my mom had less than a stellar relationship with my dad's mom. Okay? A, a less than stellar relationship. There was a comment before marriage that my mom kind of never let go or something like that. I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. Mark, I don't think as a whole here in the upstate folks have a problem with growth, and I'm born and raised here. I just don't bring the things to the state. Just don't bring the things to the state, to this state that you're fleeing from. Okay, so whatever made you leave your state, don't bring your baggage here is, is what you're saying, right? Oculus, I think, made a good point when he said, look, guys, you know, that these people want to get away from the crowds that were made possible by their politicians. Then they move here, elect their own politicians, 
with their numbers and their crowd, and then they find themselves moving again because now they've ruined the second place. And I think, I think uh, upstate locals are a little bit worried about that. Guys, I get it. I get it. But unless you have a plan, you know, unless you have a plan to cap population in different states, I'm not sure what arguing about this is going to do, what it's going to achieve for you, okay? So why worry about it? This is the new upstate, all right? For better or for worse, I happen to say it's for the better. All right, my friends, coming up next on the show, we're going to ask you to pick, pick next year's Super Bowl today. My name is Mark Ryan, and he is Diesel, and this is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Up State. Guys with us, truly do appreciate you making us part of your day each and every day. Very spirited discussion here. Um, look, it's totally fine to be proud of where you're from. Okay, totally cool with that. There's no but there. The word but my mom always says negates everything you said before. There's no but. There's nothing wrong with being proud of where you're from. Nothing wrong with being proud of where you live. The reality here in Greenville and in the upstate is it's booming. And there's been way too many best places to live article. Way too many celebrities relocating here. Um, it is beginning to be priced like a ski resort town. You know, like it's uh, seriously. And it, it, it's the kind of thing that will blow your ever-loving mind if you, if you let it get away from you. You know, I don't know in the last year, I don't know if I've ever eaten out less than I have in the last year of my life. You know, because the whole thing with COVID and, you know, inflation and how those two things work together and food costs, et cetera. Like, I was just like, I, I feel like I am absolutely getting ripped so often when I go out to eat, you know? Like, um, you know, used to be like five, ten years ago, um, my parents were, uh, were on me because I would say, Mom, anytime you go on a date, at minimum, a date is a Benjamin, okay? Minimum. Um, and, like, my parents didn't understand that. They go to their favorite cafes. They go to their favorite diner. They get their coffee and their eggs, and the bill is 16 bucks. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. Now, guys, minimum, a date is two Benjamins. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Y you know, if you go to, if you take a date out to dinner, it's 100 bucks minimum. And that's if you did well. That's if you only got one glass of wine and not two, right? That's if you didn't get appetizers. Then your second activity on the date is another Benjamin. And it's just, it, it is what it is, man. And I, I understand why people are, are reticent to that change. I get it. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm not, am I happy that people are displaced from their homes? No. I don't, want, I, don't want that to be, I don't want that to be the case. But I got to tell you guys something, all right? So, like... In my former place of residence, um, like my rent went up the first year $40. It went up the second year $140. It went up the third year $180. That's from the previous amount. And you'd go in to complain about it, and they'd be like, sir, we don't, we just follow what the computer tells us, and that was always their ace in the hole. I mean, like, we, all of us were priced out. 
what are you going to do? You know, it's not great. That's that's not a great thing. I don't root for that. But what are you going to do? Choose to be positive. Choose to embrace the growth. All right, guys. So next year, all right, as you look forward into the NFL, all right, I want you to look into your crystal ball. And, you know, I, I love it when sports give us a, a postseason, give us a playoff, where if you ran it back, you might not get the same results. And I asked myself, okay, what could have potentially happened differently in this year's postseason, right, this year's playoffs? Well, I think in terms of Kansas City, they, they were the better team than Miami. They absolutely dominated the perpetually choking Baltimore. But I think if Kansas City played Buffalo again, that game was close enough. Buffalo could have won, right? Over in the NFC, what could have happened that didn't happen? You notice that neither one of us go back and that we mentioned, Matt, man, if you ran it back, Dallas would have beaten Green Bay. I've not heard a single Cowboys fan say that. And if anyone will falsely cling to any shred of hope, it's a Dallas Cowboys fan. Okay, and they do they cling to false hope better than anybody. Boss, I, I didn't mean that directly at you, boss. But, uh, you know, they as a group tend to do just that. So, guys, I want you to I want you to uh, to peer into the future here and uh, let me know who is going to be in the Super Bowl next year. A uh, little pause here in the action, because uh, I want to let you guys know that we did not have a single correct score pick the other night North Clemson against North Carolina Ole Miss against South Carolina we said uh, if you correctly score either of those two games one of you guys will host a segment of this show uh, and uh, unfortunately we didn't have a single correct score it's not so impossible to do in basketball right I mean most of us were going to pick South Carolina over Ole Miss very few of us picked Clemson over North Carolina but it's not the most impossible task to do. So anyway, I want to ask you this, and then in, uh, in three minutes' time, I will share with you my own, um, the teams that are going to be in next year's Super Bowl. Here is the renewal by Anderson Fan Phone, 844-326-3663. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E, and the text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show. Bo has chimed in here in the early going, and he says, Mark, Bengals versus Lions. Why, Bo? Why? I'm curious why you went uh, with that pick. You know, if you said to me right now, Mark, uh, this team made the Super Bowl, here are the participants next year that wouldn't shock me. Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Houston, Kansas City. There's seven teams in the AFC. Wouldn't surprise me if they made the Super Bowl. Chargers, I love Jim Harbaugh and what he's going to do there. I, don't, I think it's a little early for them. Over in the NFC, teams that wouldn't shock you if they made it to the Super Bowl next year. Certainly Philadelphia, right? Make some uh, adjustments, changes. Nick Sirianni's got people saying that his assistants, Jonathan Gannon, Shane Steichen, were the reason that they were successful and not him. I can't imagine he likes that very much. Philadelphia could make it. Green Bay? Yeah, maybe. 
Detroit, certainly. Nobody from the NFC South, and I better not hear any argument to the contrary. And then I'd say the San Francisco 49ers, and I wonder if there is a last-ditch swing from the L.A. Rams under the Matt Stafford deal. So I've got Philadelphia, Detroit, Green Bay, San Francisco, and that's it. I've got 11 to 12 teams that wouldn't shock me, wouldn't shock me if they, if they managed to make the Super Bowl. Uh, Bo says, Bengals were out of the playoffs because Burrow got hurt. He's back with a vengeance next year. Lions on a war path coming back next year. Uh, Bo, that is a great explanation, sir. Thank you very, very much for that. Here is my Super Bowl matchup next year. I've got Baltimore in the AFC. I know, I know, once a choker, always a choker. You always got to have the Heimlich maneuver ready when you see a Baltimore Raven walking around. Always, you, you, that choking can happen without warning. Very scary stuff. But I'm going to say, look, I'm looking at the lay of the land. I think Buffalo with Sean McDermott is broken. Broken. Uh, I think Miami is still going to be a year away. Um, Cincinnati, I don't trust Joe Burrow's health. Cleveland, I don't trust Deshaun Watson's consistency. Jacksonville, I need Trevor Lawrence to play a hell of a lot better. Houston is a very viable possibility for growth next year. And then, of course, you have the perpetual Kansas City Chiefs, the annual Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think I've just got to believe that, you know, Baltimore is going to have one of those seasons for the ages next year. You know, like hair on fire, guns blazing, kind of 15 and 2 style of season. I, I just expect them to be absolutely dominant if they have any pride at all. How do you overcome choking? Have you guys had kids who struggle in athletics because in uh, pressure moments they always miss the shot or something? Like, like, how do you overcome that? How do you, how do you achieve performance when the pressure's on? You know, there's something about this field that I think makes you perform better when you're under pressure. I think, I think there's something in this field that makes you perform better. It's that your brain goes into a zone of focus where you know you have to do things the right way and you know you have to be good and on point and articulate your topics. And so when you're under pressure, you have a way of going into a zone of focus that isn't normally there for you in real everyday life. I remember when, uh, when I had my audition show with Diesel uh, five years ago. I, gosh, guys, I want to say this was December 2018. I remember saying to myself, that was one of the best shows I ever had. Uh, I don't know that I can host a better show than that. And if they don't want me after that, then there's nothing more I can do, right? That was the best that I'm capable of. So, um, you know, like, it, it's, it's one of those things, man. It's, it's hard to overcome, that choking thing. But I'll go Baltimore in the AFC. Over in the NFC, I'm going Detroit. I'm going the Lions. Uh, I, I think the, the, motivation, the motivational part is going to be huge. I think they have it in them to get up big on San Francisco again. This time, I don't think the lead is going to be lost. Um, and, you know, look, their weakness was in the secondary. 
27th against the past, 29th in past defensive efficiency. They're going to address that in the offseason. They had this dude, Cortland Sutton, in the secondary, and he played more than any other secondary player this year. His grade was a 52. I, I need somebody to explain to me why somebody playing so poorly is playing so often, right? Necessity would be an obvious answer, right? But, like, wh- why? Like, it's he's playing very poorly. You know, pro football focus, their grades, 90 and above is elite. 80 and above is good to very good, right? 70s is like a typical starter. 60s is a below average starter. 50s is bad. 52 was his grade, played more snaps than anybody else. I think they addressed that secondary in the offseason. I think Dan Campbell gives himself a good, hard, long look in the mirror and asks himself, okay, what's the difference here between being aggressive and being reckless? I think he does that. And I think, uh, I think that helps Detroit out significantly next year. So I'm going Baltimore and Detroit for my Super Bowl matchup next season, and I'll go the Lions to win the darn thing. You know, Lions didn't choke. They played every bit as aggressive in the second half as they did in the first. Baltimore never showed. Ten points for an offense that averaged 28 points a game over the regular season. Don't tell me Detroit choked. Okay, Detroit did what Detroit does. They got, they got some bad breaks. A catch off the helmet, a fumble. A couple fourth downs that I wouldn't have gone for. Right, But I'll go Detroit. I think we've got a real feel-good American story next year uh, with the Lions. What say you guys about that? 71307. Uh, just start your uh, text with the word fan, and away you go on the show. All right, guys, what is your Super Bowl matchup prediction for next season? I want to know what you're thinking. Tell me what's on your mind. We've got the top five at five, my friends, coming your way next, right here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstates. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.